Hello, check, check, one, two, one, two. Welcome to the Cannabis Coffee Hour with your host, me. <laughs> I just love saying that part. Me, Rob Cantrell. Not on love it, but you know, you need something to start the show off. Me, Rob Cantrell. We got a great episode, a caffeinated episode. A cannabis episode. Uh, I'm, I haven't smoked all day, so I get really excited for the show because I can hit a little bit. And I got a uh, nice big fat mug. Look at that mug. Look at that Brooklyn God. mug of coffee. Mm. 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 So I'm trying out new cameras today. Uh, trying out new setups. There's a little backdrop. And I'm looking to the right because the monitor is there. I'm sorry if you're listening to this on your headphones. Uh, but I got a great episode today, a solo episode. I have some guests coming up in the next few episodes, but I do enjoy uh, the solo ones. I like smoking alone. I've always enjoyed smoking alone. I also smoke like smoking with other people. I also like drinking coffee. I like not drinking coffee. Um, but I got, I got one of my favorites today. So I got a nice big cup of java uh, i have the last bit of my herb of this strain called holy grail from the last episode you you'll hear me singing the holy praises of the holy grail strain shout out to whoever came up with that joint uh i love it great strain if you ever get a chance grab some o holy grail og now coffee wise we're talking pete's we're going back to pete's this is a Cal shout out to all the Californian uh, Californians going through a lot with COVID and then also the wildfires, especially San Francisco. And it's one of the most beautiful places in the world. And uh, one of my favorite, I mean, I've, I love this moment. I love all moments, but man, uh, it was just a, like a, you know, I was in my young mid twenties for like, three or four years solid, just doing comedy and smoking herb and hanging out in the Bay Area. And I could have seen myself there for the rest of my life, but uh, it's a weird place to get business and stuff going. Um, and Hollywood started calling and I went down there and then I started longing for the East Coast because I don't know, I'm an East Coast cat in my heart. I'm a DC Virginian, that's pretty much you gotta know who you are and it all starts where you come from. But I also know I don't, <laughs> I'm not finished growing. Like you can define yourself, but the shit is still, I'm trying to, I'm trying to grow and get better and I'm feeling it. And it's not, it's not money and it's not success. It's more a peace of mind, big bang. Uh, Pete's Coffee, just give it a shout out. This is a great coffee. Pete's is the original Starbucks, the original San Francisco. If you like dark, just like it's foggy, you're, you, you, you smoked maybe too many resin bowls the night before, you woke up, you got a half a piss boner. Sorry, uh, ladies. Did ladies wake up piss, having to piss? Yeah, everybody has to piss. Um, 
But some people have bigger bladders than others. I have a small bladder. The older I get, all I'm doing is figuring out how, lot, how, how I can get to the bathroom. Bathroom is, that whole thing, like the human experience, I think needs to be reevaluated and re-examined. And I think that's what the pandemic's doing for a, a lot of people. It's forcing us to re-examine and uh, re-examine the human experience, I think, because uh, it's just my perspective and my ego. That's another thing I'm tapping into is just like, hey man, I think I know what's going on, but I could only know it from my vantage point. And man, there are so many different vantage points. So for me to just like lay down the law, like, yo, this is the way it is, you know, it's just like, uh, I'm just trying to get out of that mindset and really open my heart and mind. And dude, it is fucking hard all the time. But um, I can feel when I'm doing something right. And this podcast feels right. The numbers are going up. It's not like kaboom, kaboom, uh, Joe Rogan, Spotify numbers or any of that. I like all those podcasts. I'm a, I got so many friends in comedy. I got a very cool, diverse crew of people I know, but I also got my own little family and that's kind of like my social thing. And then the rest, yo, if I get to see, you know, some people from comedy or my friends from around the way, um, I love it. It's awesome. But my day to day is just, you know, got to make it happen. Um, make it, speaking of making it happen, you know, check out this dope lighter. Do you ever fall in love with lighters? I got this like in some weird gas station, but they sold bowls in Mexican food. I don't know. It was a cool, I love me a fucked up gas station. I love not, a, I don't like the brand new ones. I like the ones that there, there might be a gambling ring ring going on in the back. You can buy a crack pipe out of a rose thing. Uh, they used to, this was another, I'm, I, I'm going too fast. I got too excited about this podcast and this new camera. I got this new webcam and I'm looking at the monitor and so my R's are done. So uh, I'm just trying to, you know, work this stuff out. Like with this podcast, this is a free podcast. The audio version is, but sign up for the Patreon. Patreon, Rob Cantrell backslash coffee, C-O-F-F-E-E. -E. Hit it up. Sign up because uh, the moves are being made. Oh, I, my, I have some ideas that I am going to put forth and some money is coming in from the Patreon and we put it back into the podcast. So right now I had to get a new laptop. I had to get a new camera. Everything went to shit. As uh, my good friend Mark Yelton used to say, who lives in California now, I never see him. We used to hang out in DC, and then we crossed coast. But he was just a uh, funky neighbor that I used to uh, kick it with and smoke bowls with and talk music with. But um, what was I going to say? He had this great saying. Oh, the gremlins. <laughs> when you have the gremlins, you know, with technology, sometimes you just got the gremlins when all your shit's breaking down and you're case broke, like everybody goes through the gremlins and the, the gremlins is that scene like when the gremlins were, I forget where they, I think they were in the TV station and they were just going nuts. Like they were fucking the TV station up, biting it with wires, going, just, just going crazy on it. Uh, gremlins, that would be a great movie to see on a projector 
Everybody's everybody's project. Everybody's making a drive in. You can make a drive in out of nothing. I saw this one cheap projector for like 80 bucks that looked dope, but I don't know if it's going to be any good, but it was just kind of a mirror thing. And you put it at the end of your phone and it projects the shit on the wall. But the other ones, the dope projectors, run around 600 to a G to 1200, 863. I priced out um, all of that stuff. I haven't got one, but I do love watching movies outside. So I got my mighty chillum here. Tasted great. That was the first tip. And I had some big bang, big bang Pete's coffee, big cup of dark lava Joe, but brown and nutty type of shit I like. <laughs> I don't know if I should say nutty. Uh, Yes, homo. <laughs> there is that term, which is terrible, and I don't want to go down that thing is uh, no homo in hip hop, they say, and it's just like this bad term uh, that's saying I'm not gay, but I think your pants look really good if you're talking to another male. And it's always kind of funny, but weird. Sexuality is weird. Things are moving. That's where I think uh, everything's moving and everything's going to keep on growing and changing and the only the only thing that's consistent in life is change shit changes and i feel legalization coming this is a some great great herb with some of the hawaiian cbd so I got some Hawaiian CBD herb, and then I got this Holy Grail OG, and I just kind of made a nice little mixture, packed my chillum one and a half, and I'm lit for the rest of the day, almost. <laughs> I go through phases. Um, today I did start yoga. I did do meditation. I hadn't, I hadn't like sit down with like 20 minutes of hardcore meditation in a while, and it hurt. It's like going back to the gym. It didn't hurt, but I, my mind was wandering. I was feeling the old mind pop up like, why are we doing this? What are you talking about? You need to go just send a bunch of emails and email and text a bunch of people, you know, bother them. Um, and you got to do that, but you also got to let things play out. Um, you got to let things play out a bit. Uh, but there's so much seriousness going on and I, and I kind of want to comment on it, but I kind of don't because everybody else is doing it. I mean, I guess really, I just want to be real. And I do love just sitting here. How you like the gray drop, black drop, backdrop, just the, it's the opposite side of the wall of the bedroom, but we're moving beyond the bedroom. The next, you might, things are moving fast. I'm just saying, I got two new cameras. I got a new mic. We started this, you know, we're on to, this is episode 95, 94 or 95. And I, I've, I've only missed like one week, I think. In the stats, everybody that's listening, everybody that's signed up to the Patreon, thank you. 
I love you from the bottom of my heart um, for just spending the time with me, man, because I think it's worthwhile. And uh, I think it's uh, something I'm good at. I think it's something I enjoy. Um, and I do stress about it and I worry about it. As slack as people think I am, I do overthink and not that people think I'm slack. I shouldn't say that. That's my old mind talking. Um, everybody processes and works in different ways and everybody's just so different in so many different ways. Um, but letting things play out or letting things settle, let your mud settle. <laughs> that was the hard part about meditating. It's literally, literally just teaching you to be like, okay, take a minute. Don't, don't just go on super ego fighter pilot mode, which is, you know, there's a time and place for all that. But this is all about that chill zone and tell you what, where my head's at. I canceled my gym membership and I re-upped my Spotify premium. <laughs> I got, I went back to the regular. I went for a year with the ads. And I was like, I don't need that premium. But you know what they do? They make the sound better. And I do, I do like my sound good. Hopefully this sound is good. The last episode, I tried to really be good with the sound, meaning uh, I did it with my classic lavalier Shure mic and the Shure mic went right into the app on the phone. But I believe in Shure company, not believe in them, but they make microphones. So I know they know audio design. If that's what you do, that's what you do. Um, and Shure has been around for everybody. You know, Shure is like Heinz of microphones. It's not the best, but, you know, that's what Pete Townsend, I mean, that was uh, the lead singer of the tune. I said Pete Townsend, but Roger Daltrey, that's the motherfucker. That is the motherfucker. Let's talk about Roger Daltrey of the who. Who are you? Ooh, 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 ooh. I really want to know. Are you? Ooh, 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 ooh. Somebody said smoke. Some... Maybe one more. That dog started barking. Heard my fucking. Uh, he's like, you are off pitch. Uh, I've never been able to sing on pitch. I don't even know what that means. And I played violin, and the teacher was like, you're fucking tone deaf. Like, literally told me to my face. She was mean. <laughs> she was a mean teacher. I think it was like these government free classes we may may have paid for them may have not but they were in public school and they were on saturday morning and you had to go and i would go there when all the other kids played watch tv i had to go to this fucking class in the 70s and practice suzuki method violin suzuki method was this japanese philosophy on how to play the violin which is very different than Charlie Daniels, Devil Went Down to Georgia, which is a great song, RIP, Charlie Daniels. But, um, but the violin playing of the Suzuki method is really, it's supposed to strengthen your mind. And I think it did. I think there was something about the way it, it was taught and the way it, your mind processes it. It's just like math and reading. You know, the older you get, you got to start reading. I picked up a book. It was a book about the Three Stooges, and I found it on the stoop today. And I never pick up books. That's where you get lice. And now with COVID, 
but the sun was hitting it really hot. <laughs> and I had a fresh jar of Clorox wipes. So right when I got into the house and I really wanted this book and I'm never inspired to buy books, man. My mind races so hard. I have to really focus to be like, I'm gonna read this motherfucker. Like yeah, over here, I got mostly health books. Um, we can, I can bring this pile. I'm gonna bring this pile of books over here. It's just a pile of books next to my meditation place. And we're gonna go all through them all. But um, there are a lot of them are just self-help. You know, that's what I like is just uh, positive thinking. After being 40, I don't even know. I was born in 72. You do the math. I don't even know my age anymore. Um, I'm just so grateful to be alive and to have all these things, a family. And I can still call my brother and I can still talk to friends and, and um, do now I'm learning all these podcasts and all the, the, the technology is what trips me out and was what intimidates me. And, you know, in terms of artistic thinking, I know it kind of goes hand in hand now, but where the world I came from, if you're going to do creative shit, it was like, I don't know, computers and science, I guess it was always a part of it because a lot of math nerds, a lot of science nerds were creative. But creative arts wasn't respected or celebrated. It was tolerated. But now I think it's like celebrated. Maybe it was always, but where I was in Virginia, where I was, I mean, people liked the arts and people loved music. But during the 80s and 70s, there was really a push towards making money. And people were like, you can't make money with that. Or, you know, you can't. You know, people worked factory jobs. The, the town I lived in was a factory town. It was bluebird buses. They made buses. And now that's not even there anymore. That's what scares me. Um, it doesn't scare me, it just change. This is what I was thinking about Virginia. Virginia needs to legalize pot and grow pot because it was a state, it was the original state. Okay, it's not to brag, but it was the America, if you're talking America, White House, uh, government, all that. Like Virginia is the beginning, or at least, you know, there's definitely Boston and all, just the East Coast, I guess. Where the fuck was I going with this one? <laughs> no, we should grow wheat. Virginia financially was stabilized by tobacco. That's where I was going for it. And Philip Morris, those super billionaires down there not to go conspiracy, it's just math, man. It's just like, yeah, those cats, the tobacco industry, which I don't know much about, but I was introduced to tobacco very young. Like I, I was dipping Gold River, which is uh, a really light snuff. I have to say fourth grade, fifth grade, and then Hawken, that's the next level and it tastes really candy. It's like this dip that's like sugary. And like even the graphic design is for the age. It's crazy, man. And then uh, and then you got Skull and then you got Copenhagen. And Copenhagen is like, you know, the marble reds of that tobacco. But uh, in terms of tobacco, like I, I was introduced to it, but I don't know like the business. I don't even know what a pack of cigarettes, I guess a pack of cigarettes in New York goes for $15 right now. So it's like two or three companies own the own whole industry. They got an army of lawyers to shut everything down or move everything. 
and there must be some super billionaires on top. But Virginia, I just, Virginia has the best climate for growing good outdoor organic cannabis. It really does. Um, And I do think that could be used. Cannabis, the, the thing I see it as to save the planet in terms of e, like in terms of like ecology of it is that you can make plastics out of it. And you can make plastics out of the cannabis fiber that's stronger than plastic. And um, and it's biodegradable. So it's not killing the earth. And uh, all the parachutes in World War II were, uh, were woven from cannabis strains. Now I've gotten this a lot from normal and high times and all these different sources. And uh, you know, some of it may not, I don't wanna be one of those podcasts that put stuff out there that I didn't thoroughly you know, look over. But a lot of it, I'm just talking but I know those are, those are from the times I've worked at high times and being part of it. I guess I've been a part of cannabis legalization for, I would say, you know, I was smoking weed since 99, 91, since 91, <laughs> 90, yeah, 91, this time, first time I hit, I saw, I mean, in DC, I saw it around, I smelt it, but I didn't hit any until after like, my senior year. But I didn't start really falling in love with it until college. And then I really fell in love with it. But then I was like, I gotta get a job. And I would always be like, I gotta stop smoking pot and take life serious. And every time I did that, I fucked up for like three years. You know, that's why I, I just think it's a part of who I am and um, I do think it uh, could help the environment and help this country if it got legalized. And I think it is, it's like on the table. Now, uh, during COVID, all this stuff is on the table. Like somebody gave me a good quote, like everything, everything's on the table and nothing's on the table all at once. We're, it's a weird point that we can almost restart society or you can't restart society. People are gonna do what they do, man. Um, as much as people talk about media influences and, and society influences, everybody's in their own bubble. That's the wild thing. That's the trippy thing about existence is everybody's in their own bubble. And we all process this information. We think we all process it the same, but we don't. And, but by communicating, and living, by living, we learn. We live, we learn, you live, we learn. Uh, what music have I been pumping? Like I got, oh yeah, I got, a, I upgraded the, the Spotify paid version. They don't make it easy. They don't, you gotta figure it out. They don't have like a flip of the switch, but it was pretty easy. So I upgraded and I got the real Spotify and, um, I do like it. <laughs> I've been pumping, but I've been really enjoying this new track. 
found my niche by AZ. Um, but then I play it a ton. Like I almost play songs too much and then I'm almost done with it, man. That's what bums me out. I'm not done with it. It's a banger. Go check it out. AZ, um, who was a rapper with Nas on Illmatic. He was this Queens rapper that was like uh, Nas's friend that was just was very great lyricist. He's amazing, amazing lyricist. And a lot of it's style with rap, you know? You could say, who's technically this? And even with comedy, you could be like, who's, who's been doing it longest, who made the most money? But, you know, people say style isn't anything. Maybe style's everything, you know? Because a lot of it is style, but you gotta have some depth and substance behind it. Um, and everybody processes things different, you know? As I've said, I don't know how many times. <laughs> I got a nice glass of seltzer here. I think I need some seltzer to the dome. Yeah, still been playing some stick figure. Um, I've still been playing some of those those stick figure tunes. Oh, Shinehead been playing, and uh, Toots and the Maytails. Um, yeah, a lot of Randy just and. Yeah, a lot of Bob Marley, like these dub Marley. Like Marley's almost like Led Zeppelin. Like I've heard it so much. Like I worn the groove in my neural endings that when I hear dub plates or ones that are, you know, aren't him singing and just like reverb. I love reverb. <laughs> I love me some reverb. Do you guys like reverb? Give it up for reverb. Um, that dub music, if you don't know dub music, it's a part of Jamaican music and a part of DJ culture and it's uh, technician producing culture, music. Um, so it's just like when you're making beats and you put some reverb on it and the beat will bounce and how the beat bounces, how the beat bounces with other beats makes dub. So you're like, playing with the bass drum and you're like dropping it out and putting like this reverb on it and you're taking the lyrics out. So it's, it's definitely a vibe. It, it's a slower vibe. And I think it uh, decelerates your heart rate. Like it brings it down and calms you down. And that's why people like reggae is that uh, the beat rhythm, the, 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 the rhythm is like, I don't know how many RPMs that shit's at. I know a basic RPM that means Beats per minute, I think, um, just because of uh, I've done some hip hop, <laughs> rap, a few times, but uh, like for me, I like it at RPM between eighty eight and ninety five, and I don't know why that is, but that's a but that's a nineties eighties style beat, speed wise. You know, when you start talking trap music, it goes up to one twenty, but. I think reggae's even done a 60 and 50, maybe in dub, man, there's like, you hit that reverb, man. You lie, you hang in a beat for like 10 minutes. <laughs> but what is time? Is it really time or is it just some weird death thing? Cause everything exists at once or not. Who knows, drinking coffee.
this has been a fun episode this big bang getting it getting into it it's like the last of the French, this is like a juicy cup of coffee because it's the last of the French press. I'm only on one French press. I've been overdoing coffee, man. That's the thing about me. Not too bad, but it's like yesterday I, like I drank a whole French press. I drank a shitload of coffee. And that's nothing. One French press, nothing. But yesterday I did one French press and then I got a red eye, which is a iced coffee and a shot of espresso because it was like four and I had to go do some shit for like four more hours. The day was still running and so was I and I was up since 7 a.m. and all that shit. So I got me a red eye. It was like an iced coffee with a shot and uh, it tasted great, but I wasn't in the mood for it because I was already super caffeinated and I was just like putting caffeine on top of the caffeine and I was trying to appreciate the taste and the taste was awesome, but it just wasn't the right time on the stomach. I'm too old to be drinking red eyes at 5.30 <laughs> on the PM after a whole fucking thing of super coffee. Um, so yeah, I just, I leaned in a little too hard. So I've been backing off a little bit on the coffee. I still love me a good cup. I think a lot of it's just when and where, same thing with chocolate. Like even if you live a broke ass life or shit's wrong or whatever, like a good piece of chocolate, like when I've been down, if you time out a good piece of chocolate <laughs> and you have that moment to enjoy that chocolate, oh shit. Uh, it can take you to levels of happiness, man, because it's about happiness, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, man. Happiness and peace, you know, equals happiness. I don't know, maybe you like these people. <laughs> uh, uh, it's a wild time. It's a wild time. Not really, it's always been fucking wild. I think with the internet and stuff like that and how we're communicating in podcasts, you know, it's fucking interesting. Um, but maybe it's just because I'm reading all about it, but how big they are, how influential, how influential and how apart they are the fabric of our society because we're running different, um, running around different, man. That's how I see it. Um, I got a great pair of sweatpants. I got a pair of $25 champion black, not super puffy, just like straight. I put them in, the, I wore them like five days straight because they were so comfortable and so awesome. So I could stretch and they had pockets. So I could stretch, I could uh, meditate, I could do all that. I could sleep, <laughs> I could take dumps, I could run around and never have to change my pants. They were awesome. Um, shout out to $25 champion sweatpants. Um, Cause they, 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 are hitting right now. Yeah, I think that's like, you know how they have Lululemon? I always wanted to have a man's version, like Moo Moo <laughs> Manion. I don't know, Moo Moo Manion? Instead of Lululemon, have uh, Moo Moo Manion. Moo Moo Manion, man. Moo Moo Manion is just like, you're rocking like a PE teacher's uniform the whole day. Like that's what it is, dude. You ready for kickball? You ready to smoke cigarettes in the teacher's lounge? You ready to uh, smack a kid up and run it in the hallway? 
you're ready to teach some long division, you're ready to teach some um, pre-algebra, but also get out there on the and coach some high school football after school. No, uh, yeah, I'm not, I want like, yeah, the high school football coach always had the bike shorts and they were these polyester shorts uh, made by bike. And, the, and uh, yeah, they, they were pretty rad. Yeah, like, all, and they, they, they rode tight. And then you, then PE teachers would put them over their gut. I just remember like PE teachers having these bike shorts and they would tuck in these, like, <laughs> they would wear, yeah. Uh, those bike shorts, PE teachers, teachers, shout out to all the PE teachers, shout out to all the kick players. But I'm talking about uh, good sweatpants, sweatpants that you can be, everybody's more active, everybody's running around more, everybody knows that you gotta pump blood through the heart um, all day long and people are exercising, it's part of mental health, it's part of keeping everything going. At least that's what I'm learning now, maybe it's just my perspective of where I am. Other people are learning other shit and experiencing other shit. Um, I hope you're learning other shit and experiencing other shit. Shout out to Poke Bowl. This is them, Poke a Bowl. Um, here's my bowl. Let's do one. See, it's just like, it's literally like this and it has a cap and then you just pump. Free plug because I use it and they gave me a free one and the shit works. <laughs> Dude nailed it. Um, and it, I have a cap on it, so then I just put it away. It's just like, because I, I don't smoke cigarettes and bullshit. Only time I got some herb, I have to do that, but that's it. Um, one more and then we'll you know we'll wind it up i just wanted to do maybe a quick episode i was looking i don't know how much time i've done but i was just looking for like a 35 40 minute and i think that's what i'm feeling we're kind of getting to um but a little bit of cbd ground up flour and then a little bit of really good flour in a chillum and three or four bowls and a big cup of coffee. Like what more do you need? And talking about music. Um, I do think that like, the live stream music stuff is awesome. YouTube, I think it's all going YouTube. Yeah, you can just subscribe to this podcast YouTube. Yes, I have a YouTube page. You're not gonna get the video. The video is only, only on the Patreon. And we got some fucking killers coming up, some great guests. We're gonna be all, I just see this infinite uh, design of how this is all gonna play out. I don't know how it's gonna play out. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep going. That's the whole gig, is to uh, just try to give you the best show. And check out, I'm just packing one more bowl for this. Nice green. This is part CBD flower and then some really great, great. Like if you smoked like three of these bowls of this good herb, you'd be like, oh. but just like a little mini of that and some CBD flower and a one hitter, like, like three or four of these with a nice cup of coffee. Homie, you're doing it good. 